Welcome to the Lyft Bible Study Podcast with my mom, Melanie Leach. You might be wondering what Lyft stands for. Lyft, L-I-F-T, stands for Ladies in Fellowship Together. They are a group of regular women trying to live out their Christian faith walk day by day. Hey, y'all. I have a quick update on the podcast. I have switched host providers and am now available on the major podcasting apps, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google. Also, my new graphic is up and running. So if you're looking for me, it's no longer the little circle uh, with the dots. It has, it's a yellow sticker. It's called an album cover. It's weird, but that's what it's called. It's a yellow album cover, cover with Lift with Melanie Leach on it. So I'm so excited about this. We're still working on uh, a new customized jingle for the show. So that, that'll be coming soon as well. Please, again, if you are loving this podcast, please share it with a friend and, and hopefully it will bless their hearts. You know, again, my goal with this is to glorify God by encouraging and inspiring women to live out their faith day by day. Last week was spring break, so I did not post a podcast. And also this week, I was kind of slow to post because we were getting in town late, etc. But moving forward, my goal is to post every week, usually earlier in the week, like Tuesday or Wednesday. So if you are new to this podcast, welcome. My hope is that you will be blessed by what you hear today and in past podcasts. Take a listen to some of those and obviously in future podcasts. This week, I'm, I'm, I want to talk about something that's kind of near and dear to my heart, which again is kind of why I'm, I'm late to this podcast because I've just, things have been marinating in my brain. You're going to see why. Uh, the Thursday before spring break, about a week and a half ago, my uncle, my uncle Corky, uh, he passed away. So that is a big reason why I didn't post for a while. I kind of just took a break. Uh, I've been thinking about about him and my aunt, her kids, my cousins, their families. And I was just thinking about those who have gone before us. It got me thinking about my grandparents, my other family who have gone, who have passed away. And it's something that I wanted to, to talk about here because I know that I'm not the only one uh, who thinks about this from time to time. And I, you know, I took some time to, to process um, a lot of what was spinning in my head. So on the Wednesday before my uncle passed away, uh, I, had, I actually texted my cousin Jimmy. So his, he's Jimmy. And I, I I was thinking about my uncle that day. I think I'd been thinking about him all day. I had wanted to go see him the weekend before, but with travel, life, etc., you know, life gets in the way like it usually does. I I wasn't able to. And um and Nicholas and I that Wednesday evening, we were getting ready for the Ash Wednesday service. And uh, I texted Jimmy, my cousin, and I said, "Hey, t- how's Uncle Corky doing?" Uh, my my thinking was that I, we had spring break coming up, and I was like, you know what? After spring break, I'm going to go to Louisiana. I'm going to go visit my uncle. Um, but whenever I got the text back from Jimmy, he said that my uncle Corky wasn't doing well. He'd been tired. He was getting more 
frail with each passing day. So the very next morning while I was getting Nicholas ready for school, my mom told me that my uncle had passed away that morning, that Thursday morning at at 7.15. All I could think of was, I should have went and saw him last weekend. When, When I think about my Uncle Corky, though, the words that that come into my mind are kind, caring, loving towards his family. He loved his family fierce and peacemaker. He was a, a gentle soul. The last time I saw my uncle was uh, two years ago. He had been he had been in the hospital. He had battled heart disease pretty much his entire adult life since he was he had a, his first heart attack at 24 and he had had i think either over just over 30 heart attacks in the span of his life or just under 30 heart attacks and the one that i had gone to see him he had had a major one and that one the family was nervous about but he bounced back but again whenever we went to his house I remember um, just being around my cousins and my aunt. My cousin Tina and her family was there. They made us crawfish etouffee. Um, I'm from South Louisiana. And I, I tell you what, that was, that was one of the best etouffees I've ever had. It was so delicious. The whole family was there except for Jimmy. Jimmy was uh, working at that time and he was out of town. But I just, I remember sitting with my uncle and I remember... Just the love there, the the love that radiated from him. And he he just shared that with me. He shared that with my son, Nicholas. He shared that with Will, my husband. And he talked about when uh, just stories when he and my dad were younger and, and the mischief they would get into. And again, it was uh, usually instigated by my dad, but uh, it was just... It was wonderful to just sit with him and and talk with him. You know, he he really made a point of of just making you feel at home. Nicholas was playing with his cousins, Tina's kids, and we just had such a good visit and I cherished that memory. It was good to be there that at that time. When Jimmy uh texted me on that Wednesday night, he also, he also said this in his text. He's been speaking with the hospice pastor each week, and he, he wants to be baptized. That in my heart, in my heart, in my spirit, um, because my uncle wanted to be baptized, I believe that my uncle Corky knew Jesus. And when he closed his eyes that final time on Thursday morning, I believe he opened them in heaven. These Bible passages have been spinning in my head uh, the past week and a half as I thought about my Uncle Corky. And the first one is a, is a parable that Jesus told to help people understand, to help us understand how heaven works. It's about some workers who were hired to work in a vineyard. Some of you know this story. It's, uh, it's found in, in the Bible in Matthew 
chapter 20. In it, he says, and I'm summarizing this, Jesus says, this will help you understand the way the kingdom of heaven operates. There once was a wealthy landowner who went out at daybreak to hire all the laborers he could to, uh, to find and to work his vineyard. After agreeing to pay them the standard day's wage, he put them to work. Then at nine o'clock, as he was passing through the town square, he found others standing around without work. So he asked them, come and work with me in my vineyard and I'll pay you a fair wage. So they joined the others. He did the same thing at noon and at three o'clock, making the same arrangement that he did with the others. Hoping to finish his harvest that day, he went to the town square again at five o'clock and found more who were hanging out. So he hired them to work in his vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard went to his foreman and said, call in all the laborers, line them up, pay them all the same wages, starting with the more recent ones I hired, if you remember, at five o'clock, and those who had been hired first. So they all lined up, and when those who had been hired first came to get paid, everyone was paid the standard wage. Everyone was paid the same amount. Then there's another uh, text in the Bible, and this was when Jesus was on the cross between the two thieves. People were mocking him, soldiers, and, and one of the criminals on the cross says to Jesus, what kind of Messiah are you? Save yourself and save us from this death. But the criminal on the opposite side of Jesus defended him saying, don't you fear God? We're about to die. We deserve to be condemned for we are just being repaid what we've done. This man, he's done nothing wrong. Then he asks Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus says to him, today you will be with me in paradise. In both of these passages, we see workers who were chosen to work in the vineyard that one day, that one day, and we see the thief on the cross. The workers received the same pay regardless of when they started. The thief on the cross received eternal life on that day next to Jesus. Paradise. Heaven isn't earned. It's a gift. The Lord gives this eternal life to those who know him. And that's the good news of the gospel. It's a free gift that's given freely to those who place their trust and faith in Jesus. Whenever my cousin said, my dad wants to be baptized soon, the spirit in me sparked. He knows. He knows Jesus. My uncle knows Jesus. You're going to see him again. The Lord sent that hospice pastor in those last hours of the day to share Jesus with my uncle. And I believe he heard. He had ears that, that heard the truth. And I believe he knew Jesus. For you listening to this podcast, maybe, maybe you've had loved ones who have, who have passed on. Maybe you felt like I did. I should have gone to see them before, dut, dut, dut. Or maybe, maybe you wish you would have said something to them that was, that was burning in your heart to say, words left unsaid. 
Or maybe you did everything. You saw them that one last time. You talked to them and had a good conversation. Either way, my friend Chrissy Dunham, she's the women's minister out at Prestonwood, she said to me whenever I, I was talking to her about this, she said, when you walk with the Lord, he directs your steps. Guilt is from the enemy. Keep your eyes on Jesus. In other words, don't get bogged down with regret and guilt, especially if it is paralyzing you. Don't get bogged down in that. That's from the enemy. Acknowledge that regret and give it to the Lord. Take that time to to be sad and regretful, but don't stay there. Don't let those thoughts paralyze you. Don't let them hold you back. Keep your eyes on Jesus. That's our focus. Will you fall short sometimes? A lot of times? Yes. (laughs) But keep walking and striving to live better. Get back up whenever you have those setbacks and keep walking. Follow Jesus. That's about all I have to say today. Thank you for listening. Pray for your families. Pray for those who don't know the Lord. Pray. God hears your prayers, and your prayers last forever. And like Chrissy said to me, keep your eyes on Jesus. He is the way. See you next time.